I think what I like about 1999 so much is that it's like, it's kid-like. It's kids. It reminds me of kids in the 90s, late 90s, skateboarding, listening to music, smoking dope, getting bitches, driving, living life, living the teenager life, you know? And they're like ciphering and spitting conscious raps. It's just like over mad lib beats and um what's my man rest in peace mf mf doom beats you know what i mean like that's just awesome to me that's why i think i like 1999 so much so we finna uh dive deep into it um and we just gonna discover the history what went behind it and why it's so important and the significance of 1999 and um yeah let's get to it peace 1999 came out in the year 2012, or I think it was like 2011 or 2012, um, around that era. But around this era, there was like a lot of new music coming out. There was Childish Gambino, there was Wale, you know, Wale was a thing. Kendrick Lamar dropping, uh, Drake, Lil Wayne. I mean, Lil Wayne's been in the game, but he's, he. I mean, he's balling. They're the creators out here. J. Cole. Chief Keef, even, you know, you guys get the picture. This period, this era of year has lost its OGs for real. I mean, you got a couple of OGs left in the game, such as like Jay and um, uh, Kanye, because I mean, they just dropped Watch the Throne around that era. Um, and then you got Nas, you got Nas, and I guess Eminem. Oh, you got Common too, I mean. But so this era of year is like, you know, it's a lot, it's lost its OGs. For real, you know, a lot of people have um, lost the sound. Like Macklemore's bopping, B.O.B.'s a thing, you know. So uh, hip hop has changed. So there was a lot of OGs that are upset about this, and they needed some new music that um, exemplified what bars are and um, real hip hop, East Coast rap, um, boom bap rap, and Joey Badass provided that in the record 1999. So like I said, the year is around um, 2011, 2012, and Joey Badass came on, um, onto the scene around that year, um, getting founded by Cinematic Music Group, um, and it was the, I think he, they discovered his freestyle on YouTube, Survival Tactics, him and uh, rest in peace, Capital Steves. After getting founded, Joey Badass went on to compose, some say, a renaissance of the golden age of hip-hop. And it, it it did it did personify that. I mean, track four of nineteen ninety nine, um, survival tactics definitely do personify that. Like some say, they call that track "Shook Ones Part Two. So like, it's kind of crazy how that album is just like looked at like that, you know. And it's just like his first album, you know. That's crazy. And the people call this a classic. Or it's his first album. He's only he was only seventeen when he dropped that, bro. I was, I'm eighteen. It's like me drop. That's crazy. But I feel like 1999 wasn't all about the golden age of rap. For real. I feel like 1999 had its own theme. Like those two kids on a skateboard, questing for a move. You know, I feel like it had its own aesthetic to it. Um, first song, Summer Nights, beautiful intro. That's a beautiful intro. Them little keys, 
it just reminds me of some Nas memory lane. It's just like, damn. And then the next song after that is Waves, a beautiful write-out song. As Badass spits about his family issues, his dreams, and having the illest rhymes out in uh, NYC. Uh, it's in my top five. I think that's in my top five. Waves. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I'm going to go Hard Knock because I love those chords, though. I'm going to go Hard Knock, playing beneath those hard claps. I like Penny Royal, too, because I love that beat, that MF Doom beat. Rest in peace, MF Doom. And uh, I'm going to go with um, Third Eye Shit and then Snakes. That's it. I'm going to go. Those are my like top songs on the album. Survival Tactics gets the most attention because of Joey and Steez are both dueling and murdering a beat. But me, honestly, I don't want to hear two niggas just like rap like that, bro. Like, I couldn't even understand what the fuck they was saying, bro. Like, they was rapping so fast. Like, I understand they probably spitting bars, but... It's just not like a song I'll like, yeah, put that on, man. It's like same way with Shook Ones. Like nobody, I don't even like Shook Ones for real. I don't even like Shook Ones, but that song is regarded as like one of the, you know, top songs of all time. Um, Now that we went over some of the tracks off 1999, let us now rank where 1999 stands in hip hop. I mean, I think it stands in hip hop. Like the overall, just like the landscape, it did impact, you know, it did impact. When you look at it, Beast Coast rap and pro era were a thing, but Our Future was just a little bit more popular because they were in Cali. Cali gets the most attention. Plus, I'm sorry, Loiters, they had Loiter Squad, they was just going dummy. They branched though, they, that's the thing about them, they branched. They had Frank Ocean. Bro, I'm sorry. The only thing, the only person I be listening from, pro era, is Joey Badass and Steve. After that, the rest are nobody. So, like, there's, like, a couple off, like, off 1999. They be spitting, but, like, I would never go to some of their individual work. I don't know. But in his discography, though, I think that's his best album. I think 1999 is his best album. Um, Summer Nights, though, I like Summer Nights. I like Summer Nights. I'm going to go Summer Nights at my second because I like Joey. Joey was raw. He was real raw on that record. Um, and then the Badass record. I don't really like this. I don't really like that record. I did not like that record at all. He like he revisited some of the Golden Era sounds, but the tracks were real dry. Um, there were a few songs that I liked, but I mean, like especially Christ Conscience. I like Christ Conscience because he was aggressive. He kind of reminded me of... He, there's some of that um, aggressiveness that he showed on um, Summer Nights. I feel like when Joey's aggressive, I think that's his own sound. Um, All-American Badass is overall Joey's best work, I think, but it's not my favorite. As he ties his emotions to police brutality, systematic oppression, and Donald Trump. Joey saw what Kendrick was preaching, and he decided to go the same route. Because uh, everybody knows that nigga Kendrick is the best rapper alive. <laughs> everybody know that. So everybody had to follow that same bag. I feel it. But I'm going to go with 1999, Summer Nights, All-American Badass, and Badass. Badass is the worst. I don't like that album at all. That's the worst Joey Badass record. But All-American Badass, there's a couple tracks out there. Like that track with Schoolboy Q, that hit. That bang. But the thing is, I've I was listen. This was the first time listening though for me, cause I never ever ever listened to 
I just had to listen to these albums for the podcast so I can get familiar with it. But that was a first time listen for Badass, Summer Nights, and All American Badass. All I've listened to before was 1999 because I grew up on that shit. My brother was listening to that. So, yeah. Um, maybe Badass grows on me, but if Badass is one of your favorite albums, maybe that does grow on me. But I really do like Summer Nights, though. I can go back to that album. I can go back to some tracks on All American Badass. I think his production on All American Badass was really great, too. That's why I think it's his best work, but I don't think it's um, his best album, though. You know what I mean? I don't... You know, you get that. I don't I don't know if you understand, because, like... I don't want to go deeper into that. But if you guys enjoy the podcast, leave a like and tell me the next album you think I should review. I'll listen to any genre of music. It doesn't even have to be rap. This is just the shit I grew up on, so I'm going to listen to it. Peace. My brother and I were just talking about how, like, the game of rap is just solely on, like, one type of music, and that's melodic rap. There's no more divisions of rap. There's no more really subgenres anymore. It's really just um, this main style of rap that's dominating, like the Polo G's, the Babies, and the Lil Babies. So when I listened to 1999 and back in the day with all those artists, you had all types of subgenres still. You still had ASAP Rocky. They wasn't really, they wasn't making boom bap rap. They had their own sound in, um, they had their own sound in New York. Um, you had Tyler, the creator, his sound, everybody had their own sound for real. And now I feel like everybody is following the same wave. So when I hear people like Baby Keem and I hear Baby and I hear people like Kamaya, I'm like, yo, that's new. I hear Kamaya and she, I can tell where she from. She's from that bay. And you know why? Because the type of music that she's playing, the type of um, instruments that she has on her songs and shit, her bars, the bass line, you can tell that she's bay rooted. Um, you can't tell with these rappers anymore. It's just like all of them are just from the, I don't even know where this sound came from. I think it's from probably Atlanta, but I just find it cool when everybody has a sound that represents their city. You know what I mean? Like when I hear Bone Thugs, I I automatically think Cleveland. Or when I hear Spice One, I automatically think Oakland, you know? Um... Nowadays, I can't, and it makes it kind of cool, too, because, like, same way how I listen to Prince, I want to listen to Minneapolis Funk, or I want to go to uh some G, not G-Funk, but uh, some original George Clinton Parliament Funk. That's a whole different sound. You see what I'm saying? There's no more of that anymore. This all, like, it's just Megan the Stallion. There's, who's the other girl? The Coy Lowry girl. These these ladies, I don't even know who's R&B. Who's R&B out here, man? Like, where are the R&B singers at? And these R&B singers are not really even R&B singers. What I mean by R&B, I mean by Erica Badu. I mean by Jill Scott. But that's, I mean, it's changed. I get it. The cha- it, it, it has changed. The game has changed, and it's, and it's sad. And it's sad. But you just got to go back, and you got to find people. So you can find people like SZA. You can find people like her. And you can find people like Kali Uchis because they're really well hidden. You don't really find these people, but you're solely um, getting um, you're always getting brought up like Megan these all the other female artists, I guess. Like the uh, who's the other girl, Summer Walker or I don't even think she's all that, bro.
Summer Walker even all that. But that is it. That was it for this podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed this little rant I had. If we want to go, I can go deeper into this rant and we could talk more. But I just wanted to bring that out. But if you guys enjoy, tell your friend, tell your grandma. Peace.